What's up guys, it's Geekscorner here, and today we're going to be looking at the events leading up to WWDC 20, and that is going to be on Monday 22nd of June, and that's 10am Cupertino time, and that's 6pm in the UK. Obviously, depending where you are in the world, the times will vary, but we put a link in the description to our website, and you can actually have a look at where in the world the time zones will be for you to watch that show. So yesterday we actually released an article that stated some of the iOS and watchOS changes we are expecting to see and those are going to be based on some rumours and leaks. Now if you weren't aware that apparently has been an iOS 14 early beta being floating around since the beginning of the year where jailbreakers and other leakers have actually had access to it and been able to dig through the code to see what's been going on. And that has been pretty kept pretty quiet until the recent couple of weeks. So obviously, uh, Apple has currently disabled the ability to download and install the iOS 14 beta, even though it is showing as being on their website for registered developers. Now, as always, we will have links on our website so you can access the betas as soon as possible. And you'll be able to get those whether you're a developer or a public beta tester. Public beta testers usually come a little bit later then the developers is usually about one or two behind because the first ones tend to be really buggy. So we will put a link in the description as well if you haven't read our article, but we're just going to cover some of the basic things that we are expecting to see changed at WWDC and some of the new features that Apple is expected to announce as well. So first up, a couple of leaks have said that Apple is actually going to change iOS 14's name to iPhone OS 14. And iPhone OS is what it used to be originally called, and then Apple changed that later on then to iOS. So that covered, obviously, the iPads as well. But last year, when iOS 13 came out, Apple actually sectioned those off to iOS 13 and iPad OS 13. So changing it back to iPhone OS 14 and then iPad OS 14 actually does make some sense as well. Now, we've seen rumors for some time that Apple's going to allow users to choose third-party apps as default. And more and more leaks and rumors suggest that this is actually maybe the year that Apple allows you to do that. So, for example, you could choose that when you want to compose a message from a link online, it opens up your Google Mail application instead of the stock application, or things like uh, Google Chrome instead of Safari, uh, Google Calendar instead of Apple Calendars, and things like that. And the possibility that we will also see that change with music as well, for like Spotify or Deezer instead of Apple Music. That one is a little bit more difficult to see, but it is a lot quite a possibility that we will see that as well. Today's episode is sponsored by Creatively Social. Creatively Social helps you in building your social media platforms for your business to thrive with fresh content, marketing and engagement, taking the pressure off you. You can save yourself hours in your day for a better work-life balance. Get in touch at creativelysocialva.com and thanks to Creatively Social for sponsoring today's episode. We are expecting to see Apple announce the Car Key API. That's been known about for some time, and that will allow uh, vehicle manufacturers to be able to develop on Apple's API so that they can then use their iPhone or Apple Watch to be able to access their vehicle to start it up as well. 
and we'd expect that probably to come to newer model vehicles as well. We are expecting to see a home screen redesign. Uh, there are two rumours going around where we will be able to add widgets onto our home screen as well. And another one is a list view option, so where you can only swipe, swipe left, you can do that and you can have your apps basically in alphabetical order, kind of like you can have on the Apple Watch and something that Android already offers as well. Now, Apple is also expected to update the fitness app that they currently have on the Apple Watch. And it looks like they're going to be adding the ability so you can actually have it on your iPhone and Apple TV as well. And then you can download fitness related videos that will actually be able to walk you through the workouts as well, such as yoga, uh, outdoor walking, cycling, indoor running, etc. as well. And another feature that Apple is also supposed to be changing up is on the Messages app. And um, that will get more kind of like Slack like features where you can actually mention people. So, for example, you can tag at Simon and then that will notify them if you're in a group chat as well. Uh, now, some of the group chats I'm in because they're quite busy and sometimes irrelevant, I actually choose to mute those. So hopefully Apple will add that ability as well, where you can swipe it over and mute it. But then obviously if someone tags you, then that will notification will still come through so you can go in so you don't miss the important ones that people are actually trying to contact you with. Sticking on the Messages theme as well, Apple is looking at basically updating the Messages app on Mac OS. It currently is very, very basic, uh, so they're looking to add in some React messages, and hopefully if they're doing the tag-in as well, then they'll be able to add that onto the Mac OS as well, because it really is falling behind some of the other popular messaging applications. Now, it's been a while since Apple introduced iCloud Keychain, and it's really good. I actually use it quite a lot, as well as third-party uh, usage as well. And they are looking at updating that in iOS 14, so basically it gives you a warning if a password is being reused. And that will actually go inside with some of the other password manager applications you can get. And with, obviously, iCloud Keychain, it is free amongst Apple devices, so that may give you the option then if you don't like paying for these third-party applications but you want to have the best out there then this may be an option another rumor as well is they can be adding a basically two-factor authentication code generator as well and again a lot of third-party applications such as lastpass offer that so again this would then negate the need for you to pay out if you don't want to do that HomeKit is looking to get an update as well where you can actually change the temperature of your smart lights depending on the time of day. So in the day, for example, that you can have like a, a blue light and then starting to come up into the sun to wake you up gradually. And then you get onto a more warmer yellow tone as well. And then obviously come in dimmer and towards the evening. So ready for your bedtime routine that can help uh, basically your mind to get ready to go to bed. Apple is also rumoured to basically bring in a new Pencil Kit feature that will let users handwrite text in any text input field using the Apple Pencil with the handwritten content then converting it to standard text before it's sent. So at the moment, if you're filling in some forms online, you've got your user keyboard, but obviously if you prefer writing, especially if you have an Apple Pencil, you could fill those websites in and then it'll convert it into standard text before you send that onwards as well. So that would be a really useful feature. Now, we are expecting Apple to announce AirTags. We were expecting them to 
announced it since last year as well, but nothing at the moment. And along with that, we're looking them to basically update the Find My application as well. And with that update, obviously, with your AirTags, basically you can stick it to your devices like the keys if you lose those you can actually use those devices then around and with encryption so your personal information isn't sent you can get a notification if your keys were seen now we've actually used this feature tested it out with our ipad and i'll put a link in the description so you can see uh, how that actually worked out a bit of a spoiler it actually is really really good i was able to put my ipad in lost mode and it was able to be tracked as well and also with the find my they're looking at adding like a child feature as well where you'll be able to set so like a deadline for a child's routine so if they don't get to school by a set time then you would get an alert rather than get an alert that your kids arrived at school every single day at the same time you can set a deadline if that kid doesn't get there that you then be notified so you can actually trace them as well and that then leads into uh, an Apple Watch Kids mode as well that Apple are rumoured to be doing. So with WatchOS as well then, there looks like to be a Kids mode, so possibly uh, new, cheaper Apple Watches more towards kids. So not everybody wants their child to have a phone, but are quite happy for them to have a watch. And I second that as well, so that you can actually have a school time feature as well, so that... You, you can actually control that as well so and you can set those limits so when your child's in school that they can't then access some of the features and complications on the apple watch but then they can still text you in an emergency etc as well or call you and then when they leave in school those features could then kick in as well and obviously you'll be able to track them on their way home so that looks to be something else that's also come in with watch os 7 and as we've already talked about, a new fitness app, so that will be updated for the Apple Watch as well. Now, sleep tracking has been rumoured for some time. And again, we're starting to see those rumours come for WatchOS 7. And we're not quite sure if that's going to require new hardware or if Apple's basically be able to put that for a last couple of generations or even if it's just the Series 5 with the extended battery life that then you could be able to track your sleep instead of using third-party applications. Um, we've got more information on watchOS 7. Again, I'll put that in the link in the description so you guys can have a read-up of that. Now, obviously, WWDC is for developers, so it's very rare that they actually announce hardware changes, but the rumours are suggesting that we can see new Macs and possibly the AirTags, as I've mentioned. AirTags, I can actually see a possibility, and even maybe a new Mac. But there are other rumours that Apple's now going to be releasing uh, a new Apple TV. However, that might not surface until September. Other rumours, again, are AirPods Studio, so basically headphones that will compete and go along the Beats lineup, and obviously there'll be probably more color options available for beats and then the standard most likely white for the airpod studio and there's plenty of rumors going on around about that where you get head and neck detection and a rumored 349 dollar price tag with active noise cancellation and equalizer settings through the iphone as well but again that may not come out at wwdc that may be more of a september event however with everything that's going on around the world at the moment and WWDC being all online this year and no actual live crowds there as usual, we may see a lot of changes 
So it'll be really interesting this year to see how Apple does it. We don't know if it's going to be all pre-recorded, if there's going to be any live features on there. So it will definitely be interesting to see and see what Apple actually have to offer this year. Let me know in the comments if you are going to be uh, watching it live. And as always, we will do a roundup as soon as possible. Usually within 24 hours after the event, we do a roundup and wrap up of what Apple has announced once we've digested it all. So that's it for today's episode, guys. We hope you found that useful. Make sure you subscribe to us on any podcast platform of your choice. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.